Ladies and gentlemen, Valley Girls and Matchstick Men, Peggy Sue's and Wicker Men, welcome to Nick Cage University. At NCU, we pride ourselves on knowing all we can about national treasure Nicholas Kim Coppola, better known as Academy Award winner Nick Cage. Join Rodney, Jason, and Sean, better known as the Film School Janitors, as they embark on their next kick-ass journey of studying all, and I mean all, of his films. Get trapped in paradise, or be gone in 60 seconds. If you're wild at heart, it can happen to you. Experience fast times at Nick Cage University. All right, no so we are in the dog, dude. <laughs> Sick motherfucker. We are back in class. Nobody said that. We are back in class, and uh, this week's assignment is adaptation from the year 2002. Uh, Charlie Kaufman wrote it. It's directed by Spike Jones. It's a follow-up to uh, being John Malkovich. Uh, who wants Jay? You want to take a crack at what the plot of this story is? Um, this is about somebody that adapts to their situation. <laughs> They use it to touch their line. And um, they do say it a couple times. Yeah. And they grow from their experiences through the movie. Um, like a plant. Yes. Like an orchid. Um, yeah, if you want to use orchid as an example. I didn't know, though, I didn't know there's over 3,000 species of orchid. Yeah. Is that true? I think so, yeah. It's based off the... You saw the books in the movie. He, was, he actually was very authentic oh, to what, her, good, what she sure was, was saying in the book. So, like, any kind of factoid that comes out. And, like, orchids are basically formed by the way that they're pollinated. Yes. And, vice, you know, like... So they push a lot of... No, no they're they're genetically disposed. To, the plant and the insects were... It's, like, symbiotic. Uh, what the fuck did he say? It's, uh... No, it, they, they hinted at the oh, fact the that there's a deeper plan... Well, that, they, uh, most, of their, um, most of the way they look is most of like other insects that so can pollinate and move to well, other things. Yeah, because the well, so so for example, he used the the bee for one the of them, like where the bee, bee yep. comes along and fucks the plant and doesn't know it, but the way it fucks it, it grabs the pollen and shit, and then he goes to fuck another he, huh? She goes and fucks another plant, or uh, <laughs> I think it's male. Wouldn't it be male? Aren't the drones all male and the queen? Is I don't the only know. Female? Actually, yes. I think that is right. I think they are. Male, but they're all contro- controlled basically by the female, by the the queen, right? Yeah, her her yes, uh, queen. <laughs> yes. <The> so yes. <laughs> but then that's how they they go on. They're not really like they're pollinating the plants is not their actual drive, right? They're fucking, not doing a greater fucking good. Fucking the plants is what right. they're actually doing. the The byproduct is, or the happy accident is, them pollinating the plants, right? Because it it. Draw it attracts them, yes. it draws them. I think deal. it's it, it, the interesting one he talks about is the one orchid that has the long, like mm-hmm. the little snout at the end. Yeah. And Darwin never saw the insect, did he? But he supposed that there was a bug that looked like that that was pot. And everybody's like, You're crazy, you're crazy. And then mm-hmm. late, later found that moth that had that yep. same kind of nose that so, was, yep. So the plants are all like they have their orchid their means insect. genitalia in Greek, yes. <laughs> But yeah, all the plants have their insect that helps them yeah. do the pollinating Over, type thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we're making this sound like what he it's intended. An it movie. To, like, but that's what he intended, right? He want. I've never seen a Meryl Streep movie. It's my first one. Oh, really? So oh, yes. um, I just got my Meryl Streep uh, cherry this, popped. Oh, okay. What first, did you think about her? 
Which one was I she? I did not like her till this. Which one I, was she? I always she? thought she was. She uh, was the uh, Susan Orlean, the author. So as far as I know, she was the one that won all these awards. I never seen a movie she was in. So how she won all these awards? How she this great? I've never seen her in anything. Oh, right? I thought the Meryl Streep was the other one, but that's okay. But I've never seen a Meryl Streep movie, and I since I don't know who she is, I got lost in this character because I didn't not, know that. I am not. Impressed. I don't know. You have her. No. Well, I'll tell you what. So preconceived notions, if you. Will. So something about Meryl Streep that's interesting to me is as an actress. She is probably one of the. I mean, again, why she's so lauded? How did she and, won. I don't know. She's been nominated 13. a lot. I don't know. She's been nominated that much. I don't know if she's won them all. Okay. There was a movie Urgh. called One. There was a movie <laughs> called One True Thing. And we're done. Uh, one True Thing with uh, William Hurt okay. and uh, Renee Zellweger and Tom Thomas Everett Scott, and it was basically she played like this kind of frumpy mom. So the dad was uh, in the story. Uh, William Hurt was like the pro- college professor that Renee Zellweger. Like, looked up to her dad, like, he's so smart, he's the best in the world, blah, blah, blah. And the mom was like, the, oh, well, like, she was a very frumpy mom, and she always hated her mom, because she was like, oh, you're so low, and, you know, my dad's so smart. And then and the, as the story goes on, she starts realizing her dad was a piece of shit, and her mom really put up with so much stuff, and she, like, comes to respect her mom. And after watching that movie, that was the movie that I went, holy shit, I go, I bought Meryl Streep, the actress, as a frumpy house mom, you know? And then I've seen her be, you know, like... High end this and I, I've seen her do too. <laughs> I've seen her do so many different things where I'm like, she always convinces me. She kind of walks that line of like. Is that from Chippendale, Mr. Doubtfire too? Oh, that no, might have yes, been. I that think, was. Yes, I think yeah. it was. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. But uh, it, it's like I think her <laughs> skill <laughs> is. Well, wasn't there the not the bootlegger version too? Wasn't there? I don't know. I don't know. I, but it was. I think there was yeah. that poster. But I think for this movie, she is good at like playing. She yeah. says the line. Mr. There's the Doubtfire, line. I think it was. Oh, right. It was. I think it was yes, Mr. It was her Dal- dressing as a man. Yeah. But no, she has the line in this after, like, in the big reveal toward the end, but she's like, goes, oh, uh, God, I'm going to have to look it up. It says something about, like, oh, you keep coming coming back. She goes, oh, you came on me. Or some, some there was some line, some dirty line. Okay, we're, it's getting ahead of the whole you thing. You came on to me first. Some. Yeah, I'm going to look up. I took, I took a picture oh. of this. But anyway, so, the, the, yeah, the basic premise of the story is that, um, Charlie Kaufman, played by Nicolas Cage, who's actually the actual screenwriter of the movie, is hired to make an adaptation after this. Or actually, I think during the success of uh, being John Malkovich, he's hired to make this screenplay adaptation of The Orchid Thief, which is just a New Yorker book uh, written by this author, Susan Orlean, who's meets Chris Cooper's character, LaRoche. And he's just an yeah, eccentric. LaRoche, that's he's really very much. Well, is he not? Uh, well, she thought he was going to be this dumb hillbilly, right? And he ends up being a lot more depth than she bargained for because there's two different stories. Going to read on. that line that Meryl Streep says, "You came all over me last time I was here." <laughs> that was she like up, sh- shock. Him, she's like, oh. caught off guard. Well, her guards down because she thinks she's going to just be. Go do this guy that's stealing orchids, oh. uh, using the natives, the local I natives. I feel like she was it. attracted to him, too. Well, one of the first notes she ever puts about him is um, is uh, delusions of grandeur, because yes. she thinks he's going to do all this stuff with these yeah. orchids. But and she, already, she already had him pegged as a certain side. Like, you can't get over pegged, on, can you? You nope. just can't get over nope, it. Nope, I love it. I love it. <laughs> she, uh, well, no, the first time she saw him, she pretty much basically already had the story written in her head for more or less... Uh, and then her notes were short notes, like you said, you know, delusions of grandeur. Like he he gave like a whole like 
I don't know, paragraph of like his thoughts on something. And she was just like, Oh, delusions of grandeur. Like she just was like writing, writing off. off the whole thing and just literally and figuratively. Correct. Like, and she just wanted to kind of like, I don't know, go through the, the, the ropes. Right. Like saying like, yeah, I talked to him, I interviewed him. This is what he said. And she's already had her story kind of planned in a, in a way. Right. Um, and then there was something that he said that kind of, I don't know, uh, sparked her interest more so well it was like his like, passion like she was everything this whole movie ends up being about passion and what what drives you to do the things that you do so you got charlie kaufman's trying to write a screenplay based on this book she we see her in the process of writing the article first on this guy who's got passion for flowers for finding this ghost orchid that's gonna make his like whole life he's gonna be like the curator of this flower um yeah he has he's in the original story, she, uh, Susan Orlean finds out about this, um, the guy LaRoche and he's using Seminole Indians or native Americans, mm-hmm. but they call them Indians, but like in this, uh, area in Florida, because they have, act, they're allowed to take plants. Oh, because certain of, land that they're yeah, right. Can. So he's using them he, as a loophole. Loop yep. No, <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, he's totally losing it, to me, to me it. now it, it totally is Tiger King, right? Like this guy's like Tiger King, like oh. this weird, yeah, I guess he is intriguing, Odd, eccentric, uh, larger or, than life. Orchid King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's born in the wrong place, the wrong time, the he's wrong situation. But he's got like the mindset. His front teeth missing. She she judged that. Oh yeah, she was missing. completely yeah, yeah. being like mm-hmm. down, like looking down on well, him. Well, she was sitting at the table with all the other centric people. She realized all she could think about was him because he was more interested. He was actually living life, mm-hmm. and all they were doing was sitting at the table talking Mocking about life. about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, about her stories too. Like like. The stories that she told her husband is basically and like then he's now repeating he's, her mm-hmm. to them, like almost to say, like, yeah, like, this is my life, but it's not. It's like there's a podcast called yeah. Shit Town. I don't know if you ever heard that one, Rodney. Did you ever hear about that one or no? No, I know you don't town, listen no. to podcasts. I know, <laughs> None, no, mm-hmm. neither of you guys listen just, to podcasts. Yeah, just about judging a book by their cover. Right? Do you listen to podcasts? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was the same kind of idea of this guy down in you know Georgia or wherever it was, and he was. Just smarter than the people in the area and just kind of like was very eccentric and just a a victim of circumstance in a certain way. Like this guy is like he obviously had his passions in life and then he could just cut them off. And it it blew her mind that he could just cut off whatever he was. I dove and got fish and all of a sudden I was like not interested in fish. Now I know all about plants, you know, and sounds like one of the guys we went to high school with in grade school. One job from job, different job. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want to mention yeah, Marsh's no, no. name because he'll get upset. <laughs> Whose name? <laughs> so, uh, Love you, man. <laughs> so as we're seeing the uh, flashback stories of her making the article and then making the book, Kaufman's trying to write the screenplay based on it, but now he's realizing he's going to write the screplay of the movie we're watching. I love that that well, moment. No, well, I was going to say, it's adaptation. I, I, huh? I actually adaptation. was... Uh, I, I kind of hated this movie for most of it, uh, but I actually liked the part where he was <laughs> inadvertently writing the story for his brother that ended up like doing great. Yes. Right. Like, cause he was just like, fuck this. Like I got to help you with this. How about this? Do this. Like get the fuck away from me. Leave me alone. I got to write my story. And he's, he's trying so fucking hard. He can't write his story. And then his twin brother is just like, I got all this. What do you think about like, 
do this and he just you know what I'm saying like it's that yes. thing where he goes I, I pitched it to mom stop saying pitch right um, he said some other word he's like stop saying that word oh, and, uh, mom well, says it, it's psychologically yes, taught in the was it in the business or something like that was he said something like that I think he said something like that but then in he, the industry the industry, industry that's it yep the industry and then there was like, another one too where he said he's like oh yeah I got in this uh, class this class for how to like screenwriting class or something. So yeah. Robert McKee's a real guy. He wrote, yeah. wrote like a screenwriting, but I actually got to meet him when I lived in LA. Um, I was in, uh, when I worked at the Best Buy store, there was a guy that was like on his way out and he was like a movie critic. That's how I got to see a lot of like early stuff. Cause he didn't have a car and I had a car and I was like, okay, I'll drive you. And he was like, took me one time, went to UCLA and he's like, Oh, I got to have a meeting with Robert McKee. And so I talked to him for like a little bit, but it was like pretty much like that guy. Like they did a good job at oh. it. But, um, they were Charlie is this and the Donald, first? right? Yeah, Charlie and Donald. Now, have you ever seen, you ever seen this movie before, Roddy? No. You never saw it either, no, Jay? No. So not on my f- list to watch. It took me four days to watch this movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So hey, I you're, saw- talking, you're talking about 20-minute increments, and I'm finally happy I finished it uh, today, the last 20 Yeah, you minutes. did put like 77% of the way through. So I watched this. It's a slow crawl. When it came out in God. the theater um, in 2002, I was like obsessed with being John Malkovich, so I was on board to going and seeing this. And I'll tell you what, the moment when, so the whole, yeah, the whole point is Donald, his brother, is writing this very basic, crazy, dumb, simple story of the three, mm-hmm. where it's a cop chasing a serial killer and trying to find the victim, but he's his split personality is all three people. Okay. <laughs> For the record, that movie actually exists. Oh. Somebody either based it off of it or they he heard about it and was like, that is the stupidest thing ever. It made an in joke and then it ended up getting well, made. Well, he gets he's it's mad called three because it's a legit movie. His brother mm-hmm. Donald gets all this credit for doing should a stereotypical we, we baseline. <laughs> Actually, that might not be a bad one. I, I might have that might be funny. Yeah, uh, for script for extra credit. <laughs> yeah, for extra credit. There's so I, I love the last twenty four minutes of this movie. So which I that's missed. what I was gonna. S- I have to admit, uh, you didn't finish the movie. No, the fucking the thing fucked up. Oh, okay, I don't so know this what is, happened. So this is my thing. HBO Max signed him out. He said somehow. So I don't. Okay, know. so this it, is it booted me. I, I wonder know. if I did it while I was watching the last twenty four minutes. I, I was actually going to ask that. So like, I guess later I can try to see if try I try to see if it's, when you go home, see if it lets you sign in. Yeah, because it wouldn't let me log this. in and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, fuck, whatever. And then so I let you sign in when you go. I home. did think that actually. I was like, oh, maybe he's watching. I was trying to finish the last twenty four minutes of this fucking movie. So this is you're making the point of like when I saw in the theater. So Donald's writing. Donald's like. Freeloading off him going, I'm going to try to make money and make a screenplay too, like you, big, like you, twin is brother. Is he freeloading or is he looking up to him? Well, he, looking up to him and freeloading because his back hurts at first mm-hmm. and he's getting better and better. And he keeps going to him with like asking for questions and going, Oh, I took a $500 class. He's like, You're just throwing money away. He goes, They're not rules, they're principles and screenwriting. He takes the same class. And he's so serious. Yeah, he do- ends up doing it later and asks the question. Cool, Cherry cool. He ends up getting. Please, please, please. Thank you. Uh, he gets asked the question about how do you write a screenplay about life where things don't happen? He's like, fuck you. Life happens to everybody. Everything is something. Like, there's something mm-hmm. always going on. Like, you, you're worth, like, it, it was like but a great so down. But the part that I, like, up until the last part, like, what was the last thing stuff, you saw? I'm, I'm actually trying to remember exactly what part was the last part I saw, but uh, I was about three quarters of the way through the movie, though. Yeah, you were right at the verge of where. In the theater, well, he, when I saw this, Rodney said it gets way better. Like, he's like, the last the 20 ending. minutes is, yes. he's like, gets way better. So. I can't remember exactly what parts were there. I was at. I mean, I remember like uh, he was out getting the better the the book deal movie whatever. Yeah, it keeps his I, life is getting better. He's dating. He's hanging out with Catherine Keener. Did you the, see him walk he, in on her and him in the room together? Well, wait. 
he's trying to finish. He's dating Maggie Gyllenhaal's character, well, the, who's a uh, makeup artist, and the, right the twin brother. I saw her. Yeah. yeah, like he was flirting with her or something like that, a thing, and he ended up they becoming a thing. Was she in something though? Was she Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yeah, that's Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. She's in tons of stuff. Like, uh, she was. Uh, was she in Bat- the one Batman? Batman yeah, she, she was. was the. She was the girl. Um, yeah, that in part two, yeah. Okay, that got all right. Because that's what that's actually the first thing I went to. Because like, man, she looked just like her. I, I know I've seen her in other things, but that was the first one I went to. So, and, but okay. Yeah. So yeah, Donald's as we're getting the parallel of him struggling more and more, and he's like, I need to talk to the author. He keeps trying to talk to Meryl Streep, and he can't. Well, he's nervous. He's he, runs he keeps fantasizing well, restaurant. He also has that relationship with the. Uh, or well, like imagines Tilda Swinton, but well, he's like, oh, the, he's really good friends with the one girl, and it looks like she wants to turn the into violinist. A Is she a violinist, or what was she, she was an instrument? Maybe I she's think a pianist. No, she never played his penis. Um, but I think she was. Uh, she played something like that. I think because yeah, like there maybe was a one, and then she ended up showing up at the party later on because he was interested guy. in her and kind of just keeping it very platonic. But she wanted like every moment he was supposed to go well, in for a kiss. But I figured he was. He was like nervous and scared most of the time, right? But I think yes. it was like that's not really his mindset. Like he's more on the story, like writing his story is. Well, he's using it as an excuse not to live, and then his brother yeah. is living and living the best life, but trying to help his brother. Yeah, and then gets a fucking book, movie <laughs> thing, whatever. Yeah, and he's that. like, "Can you give my? I, I finished my screenplay. Can you give it to your agent?" He never does, but somehow his agent gets it, and mm-hmm. that would just like grind my gears. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, and he's just getting more and more of a writer's block, which is truly what Dude, happened to him as he wrote I, this. Well, I think too, though, just to interrupt that part, well, I, I felt like the uh, the scenes where he was talking to his brother mm-hmm. were actually pretty good, though, as far as like how they did that. Yes, like it, it actually, looks good. It, it looks like he's actually talking like it looked like he had a fucking twin yeah. that was there. And like it, when he walked on himself, walked in on himself, masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Tilda Swinton was in this as the, the public or the uh, producer of the film or somebody from the okay, studio. Is that what the flower girl was? No, 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 no. That's uh, um, Judy Greer. They showed her. Nipples. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, no, but Tilda Swinton seeing her like oh, regular yeah. woman, it's, you don't see her as a regular woman. Normally. Who's so. the waitress at the cafeteria? That's Judy Greer. The mom from uh, the new Jurassic world. Like the first Jurassic oh, okay. World movie, she looked movie. like somebody else. I was like, Man. she's from she's from maybe, Michigan. She lives maybe that's where I she th- lives in. Like she grew up in like where Chris lives now in that neighborhood over there. Oh, they always okay. talk about her all the time. That like all the neighbors are like, oh, I remember when she was yeah. here. But she's she's I like from. How, I like how it's Chris's neighborhood, but not mine. It's right in his spot, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rich, quite. the rich end, the I rich end. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the poor end. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he. Uh, as he's as he's like writing, we've seen already in the, earlier in the movie. You see like evolution, like the fox decaying. You see dinosaur, yeah, like all these things, pretty, like the beginning the of time. Fuck videotape. So later, shit. later when he's it was all done by CGI and stuff. They didn't record it, but uh, <laughs> he uh, is t- like as he's writing the screenplay, he starts talking about all the things we've already seen in the beginning of the movie at half at the halfway point or late, almost in late like. He's writing the screenplay that we're watching, which he actually wrote in real life yeah. because he couldn't figure out how to adapt the screenplay. Right. He never told anybody except for Spike Jones what he was planning to do because he was having so much trouble. He just wrote it and gave it to like them and was like, this is what I wrote. And the author, she was like, I had approval on it. She's like, I said no. And everybody was like, okay, we understand. And then she kind of thought about it and she's like, wait, okay, I kind of get so it. So the ending part isn't correct then. So right? that's... In the theater watching it, because he kept, kept, what does he keep saying in the beginning? 
I'm not going to write some generic movie that deals with drugs and people dying and nobody changes or grows. So he walks in. Uh, so I don't know where you stop watching it. He kind of <laughs> creeps on her because he wants to see her. Because he needs her. more information. He needs more information. So he, he finds her. And well, Donald gets involved is what it is. Because oh, it's yeah. all been him. Okay. And Donald pretends to be him, goes and talks to her first. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I saw that part. And then he's like, something's going on. And he's like, let's look oh, yeah, across the way. They're lying or something. They're lying to you because there was too many positive words or yeah, something. Yeah, he, he answered all the specific. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was too They're perfect. perfect. Donald's not as naive as as Charlie thinks right. he is. Right, exactly. Donald sees a lot of shit. He just chooses to let it go because he wants to be happier in life. Yes. Well, but just because, yeah, just because Which I, under, I totally Which we'll get to all those that. things, yes. I understood. Mm-hmm. I, I, you understand. I understood Yeah, so that. Donald goes, <laughs> you know, oh, who would you, if anybody living or dead, who could you have dinner with? She's like, Gandhi or Einstein Einstein or Jesus. He goes, that's the perfect answer. They're hiding something. Yeah, yep. He knew she was lying. So then they're watching across the way and they see her like typing and looking like getting on the phone and talking to somebody and they see somehow the tickets that she's bought and the Mm -hmm. husband presumably walks in. They're like, that seems like it's her husband, but she doesn't seem interested. Mm -hmm. So like, we need to follow her to Miami. And he's like, no, we're not going to go follow her to Miami. And he goes, no, we're following her to Miami. And then he looks on the website of LaRoche, who has like a porn website at this point. Have you seen this oh, part? Yeah. And yeah, she's like, like yeah. on there. Meryl Streep's on there. Or, or her character, Susan Orlean. So, again, imagine the author going, what the fuck is this going on in the screenplay? So this is the point in the movie when I'm watching it. And it starts turning into this whole thing. Like, you find out that the orchid... <laughs> Has a drug quality that the Seminoles were taking the orchid and like get making it into a drug to get them high, mm-hmm. and he's learned how to do this and re- reproduce the uh, orchids and all the. In the theater, when this stuff starts happening, drug I movie. legit was the only person I was cracking up through the whole last half hour of the movie because everything was exactly what he said he didn't <laughs> want to make the movie because he got Donald involved mm-hmm. and, and so turned, it turned it into, into a Donald movie. <laughs> it did turn into a Donald movie. Adapted. It? Right. So, so Donald doesn't really die. Well, uh, Donald doesn't exist. Oh. Donald's not a real person, even though he put written by Charles and Donald Kaufman in the credits mm. and in memory of Donald Kaufman in the end. There is no Donald Kaufman. That's the screenwriter side of himself, like the Strip traditional. Personality. Yeah, his, his I'm trying to be an artist The one he's trying to move I, away from. I thought, yes. actually, my first thought was in the first, like, I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie, I'm thinking Fight Club. It is sort of Fight Club. I, I thought, but it's also massive talent, which is why I wanted to watch this after that. With, so Donald being shot, being thrown out the window, none of that stuff happens. No, I mean none of the ending, none of the ending third. So that's my favorite part. <laughs> right, but that's why it's it's funny <laughs> because it turns yeah, into a real movie. It's like, oh, it's like Fight Club. He's like, fuck, this is all in his head. Like the brother. So, so he's not a twin brother. It was just him. I mean, no. In in the movie, in the course of the movie, he has a real brother. Right. Okay. But, but in this real is life, just a movie. He wrote. He wrote his so Charlie Kaufman wrote his true struggles of trying to write the screenplay, but he added in Donald, which he goes, "Oh, you added me in here. I seem kind of like a fool because he's not real. He's using him to get to this end point. Like mm-hmm. he he somehow figured out like, okay, I'll write what I can and get the authentic authentic aspect of what the orchid thief was, the idea of passion and what what that means and chasing that and then What's, he turned it into a love story, like a secret illicit love story between Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep and Chris Cooper. So did they? Were there ever a thing? Because no. I, every time they showed them, it was like she was like on the phone with him, talking, like calling him late, like, like what are you doing right now? And like, I'm like, oh, you know, what doing? Because yeah, he sends her the dr- you saw the drug scene then, right? When uh, he sent her the powder, and she's trying to do like the dial tone noise on the phone. 
Did you see oh, any of that it, stuff? Yes. You do the doubt tone. I'll do the doubt tone. Yeah. Well, I would say like her first scene. Well, there was a which is a the end parts where I had to walk away, but so where the book ended in real life. I didn't rewind everything. The book ended in real life where she went and goes, "I need to see the ghost orchid." I saw the part, and so she's following him in the water, and he's now looking yep. like a fool, right? And that's the end. That's basically. Well, I think it was part of though. I think she was blaming him for being lost. Well, I think she kind of put him on a pedestal and bought into his magic, and that's what he lost all that magic when he was like sitting in the mud, and then. He thought, oh, everybody just uses me. So he's trying to, like, actually connect with her. And she's just, like, again, get looking down on him is really what happens in real life and at the end of the book. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're just a toothless guy. Which we, he lost his tooth because of a bad car accident. His, his wife they killed died, his mother, his, his, aunt, oh, his uncle. Mother and and his, his wife didn't die. She went oh, to a coma she, and she left him. She, she, left him, yeah. she divorced him after she woke up from the coma. And then a hurricane happened shortly thereafter and ruined their nursery. So that's, yeah. like, he just never he's fixed his teeth. He stroke of bad luck of everything. And- yeah. Actually, super intelligent, this man super down intellectual on his luck, guy. Man. Yeah, and he's trying to connect with her, going, "Oh, well, what do you, you know?" And she's just she said like, he said something to her when he was explaining the organs to her. Uh, she started to fall for him. Then when he explained, she was. She's like, "Damn, this guy's deeper than I thought yep. he was," and she starts to fall for him and, for his passion. And mm-hmm. then she well, got turned like off the, in the swamp, kind of like the. Uh, well, he calls her, "Stay up there, you snobby bitch. Mm-hmm. See if I care." And yeah. he walks away from her, and oh. and then that's when they cut to the well, what really happened, and that's when it starts going into the fake shit. Okay. Is when she goes. We actually so did find s- the ghost orchid, and it's a drug. And then they had to kill him because he's spying on them and sees the drugs. Okay. So, so they're well, but they showed a thing. I was when she was falling for him though about the orchids and shit like that. A little bit later, they showed the waitress uh, at the, uh, the yeah. cafeteria, or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, orchids! I love orchids!" Like. It was almost like as, as if it was like a oh, the one he was fantasizing about. Yeah, well, yeah. You find out later he was, and then he tried to ask her out to the thing, and she got all like, like uh, creeped out. Like, yeah, super like totally creeped, out. creeped the fuck out. But they almost made it like the orchid plant itself as like an aphrodisiac type thing to women in mm-hmm. a sense, right? Like that's kind of how I felt like they were explaining it a little bit. But then, yeah, his reality. <laughs> well, he was thinking she had passion about it, like in the book. You know, he was trying to parallel it, and so yeah, yeah. so he ends up. Him and Donald go to Miami. They see her having... So that scene I showed you where what that line was, she says, like, they're having an affair. She's still married, but they're having, like, this illicit drug affair. And he's spying outside the window, and she sees him, and she's like, wait, this is the screenwriter. We have to kill him. And then that's when they run off. Or no, they take... They're going to go to the swamp. They take Donald, him, but Donald's hiding in the back of the car. Under all these clothes or some shit. Yeah. And he jumps out. You They go, what the fuck was that? They go, I don't know what that was. So they're just looking for Charlie at this point. Right. Yeah, so Charlie and Donald are hiding in the swamp as they're both walking oh, around with flashlights all, trying to find alligators kill everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what when they were going for the orchid when he was wading through the swamps with her, she heard a noise like mm-hmm. splash behind her, and I was like, "Oh, alligator water!" Like I, thought, I was like, they were going to show like some shit coming up. Well, there, they do. You know, like they do. Oh, so I like how calm they are going through all that water, knowing there's alligators in the waters, but they're still going through those waters. That's Florida fucking people for uh-huh. me. I tell you, man. Oh, swamp people, you know, they they got their thing. They know. I mean, it, alligators aren't as scary. I mean, they're scary, but they're not as scary if you, if you kind of like, you know, you grow up around well, them. He should have been a little more scared. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, he starts apologizing to Charlie. I'm really sorry, man. I really don't oh, want to yeah, shoot you, Oh, yeah, so they're you, hiding man. behind a log I don't as shoot they're you, looking man. for them out there. Oh, oh, they stay out. They stay out there. Oh, the whole night. This when is they're the under sp- the log and they walk past them, guess what that made me think of? What? Lord of the Rings, where the oh uh, yes, uh, where they're both the ring wraiths, the ring wraiths are hanging underneath the wood, the wood there, and they're going behind them and looking for them. Totally made me think of that scene. (laughs) Yes, it is very much like that. Yes, it is. 
So they're talking, and then this is where we get the big breakdown of how what makes Donald tick versus Charlie. And Donald talks about, or Charlie goes, do you remember this one girl from grade school or high school? He's like, yeah. He goes, I loved her. And he goes, yeah, I remember you talking to her, and I watched you guys from afar, and she was being nice to you and, you know, really seemed interested and was kind to you. And he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, that's why I loved her. And he goes, but, yeah, when you walked away, she made fun of you. Like, her and all her friends, like, mocked you. And he goes, I heard him. And he goes, but my love was my love for her was mine. What she felt for me was hers. And if she didn't love me, that's fine. But I had my love that's for her. Donald, and I, I loved I loved that. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, I am what I love, not who lo- what loves me. That's fucking amazing. And it was like the big that. like lesson that he needed to learn, which, again, is nobody's supposed to grow as a character, but he grows in that moment. So then they finally like sleep all night, and they wake up, and they're trying to get away. Chris Cooper like shoots Donald in the arm. He speeds past Meryl Streep, and as they're driving... They swerve and hit a car, truck, a truck, truck, knock the guy out, and yeah, Donald flies flies out and just like dies, like a horrific kind of like eating asphalt death. And he's like sings the turtle song together, me and you and you and me, and singing to his brother, trying to keep him away, keep him away. It's uh, it's like gut wrenching. Mm -hmm. But then they're all catching up to kill him, so then he runs off again and uh, into the water, (laughs) and then that's when an alligator eats Chris Cooper's character. And then she's like up uh, forlorn and stuck with him, and then he gets away. So now he's learned his lesson, and he goes and calls up the one girl that he he's been crushing to on the whole movie earlier. Yeah, and she he's like finally talks to her, has like a little finally date with her, or whatever, her. kisses her, and she's like, "Why would you do that?" And he goes, "I want you to know I love you." And she's like, "I gotta go. I have a boyfriend or whatever." Beth was her name. Um, with a B. It is. Amelia. Amelia. Oh, fuck. <laughs> boy, was I close. So then yeah, she walks away and she's like, I love you Emilio! too. Amelia! <laughs> and then the very end, he's like driving. And again, the big voiceover thing. Remember, I always talk about how voices are shitty. I probably got it from him and from he this. He said, don't oh, do voiceovers. Like, don't yeah, do voiceovers. Like, it's a cop out, basically. Yeah, like he goes, unless a- you're adding something to it, it's not worth it. So at the very end of the movie, he's like, I finally have my answer to the screenplay. <laughs> I, I know it. He's doing a whole voiceover of like talking about how he knows how to end the screenplay. And that's the end of the movie. But I'm telling you, that whole last 20 minutes of like the drugs, the sex, the, the murder, the car chase, I was dying in the theater and then nobody else was laughing and that made me laugh even harder. So <laughs> I took me they four, weren't getting it. It took me four days to watch this movie. It felt like this is a five fucking hour movie. It took me for so this is a this, this is a movie that Nicolas Cage said he did not try to do any of his own things. He listened 100% he definitely to Spike. Did. He listened to 100% Did he wear awards Jones. for this or anything or no? Um, I don't know. Not this won some awards. I remember this being like top two, three movies that year for awards. Yeah, Academy Awards. Yeah, Best Actor nominated Nicolas Cage. Huh? Chris Cooper won for Best Supporting. Yeah. Meryl Streep, Best Actress, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I remember. Oh, I, mean, it was I remember just... the cover was yellow with like flowers on it or something? It's right here. Oh, Potted plant. I'm sorry. I yeah. thought y'all were thinking. I was probably. De- that was definitely like some of his most serious acting I've seen. Like, yeah, this is like stuff, in a so. sweet spot of his career too. Like he wore like the little fat suit to make him look out of shape. And oh, he stuff. looked pudgy. Yeah, like he, he kept talking like the whole fucking movie about how he's like his, his hair and, and <laughs> going bald and shit like that. Yeah. But uh, so you you would would you ever go? You probably wouldn't go back and finish it at this point. Oh, I have to. I, oh, once I start a okay. movie, I got to finish it. Okay. So yeah, that's, you'll that's see. That's one of my. I don't know what you, the hell you call that shit, but if I start it, I got to finish it. It's completist mentality. Rodney, did you ultimately like it then? An elitist. The end, well, he remember he said that to Robert McKee. Said that he goes. Have an elitist. Nobody cares. A, a completist. Oh, you want to? 
That doesn't sound as good. No, but remember, Robert McKee goes, he goes, nobody cares how the movie is until the ending. Everybody, all anybody cares about is the end. Like, again, everything is hinting towards this oh, big, yeah. crazy Donald Kaufman piece. ending. And then he's like, he goes, everybody remembers how you, and I, how, I, we've talked about that. If it wouldn't how have you ended like this, if it wouldn't have changed, if he wouldn't have channeled Donald for the last 20, I'm going to tell you 24 minutes. Because yeah. I remember having 24 minutes to go, and they're sitting on the couch, and she's going, what should we do with them? And he's sitting, she's sitting there like this, and she's quiet. And, she's, and they're all quiet, and sitting there, she goes, we got to kill him. So that's when it starts to do what it's doing, yes. right? So that's when my interest peaks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. She goes, you don't have to kill him. I'll kill him. And she gets a gun out of fucking, I don't know where she gets the gun from. Well, he even's like, when, when Chris Cooper's about to kill him, he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to do sorry, this. Charlie. I'm not a killer. I'm sorry, Charlie. I don't want to do this. I don't want to kill people. But I think that was my favorite part. It was crawling before that. Crawling before that. So he had to channel Donald to wrap this up. Yeah. Because people like me going, where the fuck are you going with this movie? Where's it going? It's going to just be a conversation. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing's a social anxiety like, movie. Like, what are you doing with this movie? <laughs> so we needed Donald to wrap it up. So thank you, Donald. And that's exactly why he invented that. I mean, it's quite it's brilliant, yeah. really. I mean, because then after this movie, the next movie he does is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So Charlie Kaufman definitely had a little one, two, three punch. Yeah. Um, he did Synecdoche, Synecdoche, New York, which I didn't care for. I haven't seen. He's done a recent one. Animal Lisa, I think, which is like puppets. I haven't seen that one. I've seen enough puppet movies. But I mean, at this <laughs> after Happy Time, murders. yeah, I've seen enough for one life. Though. But after this point in time, like these cup, these three, one, two, three, punch was like a really good run. And I mean, it, 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 he used to write for uh, like Dana Carvey show, and I want to say he did like a bunch of comedy shit and stuff. Let me see, uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman. Okay. He did a. Um, what else did he do before? So he wrote. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to see here. So yeah, TV. He wrote for uh, the Dana Carvey Show, which is like a big famous one with like a lot of people on that. It was like on one. One season, I think six, yeah, six episodes, eight episodes. He did Get a Life, remember that show? With, I do remember Get a Life, yeah. So, like, he wrote for that. So he had, like, a, like a good comedy edge, edge. Then, yeah, Human Nature was in between being John Malkovich, and, uh, and that one was with um, uh, Tim Robbins and Patricia Arquette, and I remember not really caring for that. And then I never saw Confessions of a Dangerous Mind either, but... Uh, you have seen Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So... Would you rec- after the ending and knowing where it goes and kind of knowing and knowing the joke of the whole I movie? I would recommend it watching the last twenty four minutes. Of this <laughs> but if somebody like that watch knows, Donald's version. I would think most people that would watch this have watched this, and most people that haven't watched this wouldn't. Watch I think this. people would like most people would probably know what they were getting with a Meryl Streep movie, and I didn't know what I was getting with a Meryl Streep movie. And then you said you, but you said you're more it's the first movie I ever seen with her, in akin it. to being like, oh, she's well, I good. think she's been in way more movies than you realize. You've seen more movies with her in it than no, you realize. No, I name her. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, go let's, ahead. let's I promise you. I see. think that's pretty sure this is the first movie I've ever seen her in. Let's see. Let's do this. And I promise, no bullshitting. Okay, yeah, we'll go. I'll go okay, backwards, good. and go then uh, let's see. I don't want it on there. Wikipedia's Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. Damn it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, that's funny. It is on there. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm going to go back from. Uh, what was that list that you passed, though? I don't know why I'm not looking. What's it matter? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's yeah, it's not like I'm making you guess. 
Um, where? Yeah, I didn't see a definitive list. Like we do have like for this. You know, I'm looking for a list like that. Oh. Um, filmography. What's her name? <laughs> Work. Okay, works full list. This might be it. All right, so film. Let's start. Uh, don't look up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I've seen Don't Look Up. Yes. I forgot see her naked in that, in that too. I forgot she was in it. Yes, we did see her naked. Uh, <laughs> Got me there. Little Women. Nope. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Got me right away. Then there's the two Mamma Mia movies, nope. The Post. Oh, see, no, I've seen Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia? Have we seen Mamma Mia? We did not do Mamma Mia. Okay, I don't think I've seen Mamma Mia. It's the first one about a bakery or some shit. No, it's with uh, like it's singing. It's all ABBA songs. Okay, no. Um, the Post, which is a Steven Spielberg nope. movie. Um, Not Postal. <laughs> Into the Woods. You ever seen nope. Into the Woods? Nope. The Horseman. I don't know what the Horseman is. August of Sage County. No. Nope. <laughs> Wings of Life. Nope. The Iron Lady. Nope. Fantastic Mr. Fox. She was a voice. Oh, then no. Doubt. Did you ever see Doubt, which is about priests? Uh, Lions for Lambs. I think that's a. Nope. What's his face movie? Uh, Tom Cruise movie. Devil Wears Prada. Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. Is that the Jim Carrey one? No, that yes, it is. Yes. So I think I might have seen. She's Aunt okay. Josephine in that. Okay. Uh, the Manchurian Candidate. The original one. The remake with uh, Denzel. No. Um, the original a- one had uh, Christopher Walken in it. She did a voice at AI. For what movie? AI. I wouldn't I've seen count movie that. A. I've I, seen I wouldn't that. count that because she just that. did a voice. Adaptation. The River Wild. No. The River Wild with Kevin Bacon. No. no. Death Becomes Her. I have seen that. Okay. Yes. That's one of her main movies, isn't it? It's an early, yeah, it's an early one. That's her and Bruce Willis, right? Yeah, and, and, and uh, Goldie uh, Hawn. Goldie Hawn, I've seen that, yeah. Uh, Defending Your Life. No. If you've never seen that's a good fucking, that's never a good seen, movie. Never seen that. Um, Postcards from the Edge, She-Devil with uh, Roseanne Barr. Nope. Thank God. Roseanne Barr. <clears> wow, she's so got fun. like, that's like pretty interesting. And then the other ones are like Out of Africa, nope. Heartburn, nope. Silkwood, Sophie's Choice, nope. Nope. Kramer vs. Kramer. Nope. The Deer Hunter, Manhattan. Jersey, those I old? might have seen Kramer vs. Kramer in school. Okay. So. <laughs> so four of them. <laughs> but it's the first one you've paid attention to. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so uh, IMDb. So I'm a liar, everybody. IMDb rating. What are we, what are we thinking they're going to, IMDb is going to say for this? Oh, uh, it's just 7.2. 7.2 for you. Oh, you think so? I haven't looked yet, so. <sighs> I'm going to say, I'm going to actually go 8.6. I'm going to go a little high, but I don't know. You always mm. go a little high. What did you say? I said 8.6. He said 7.2. What do you want to say? I'm going to go with a... I'll go with a 6.3. Okay. Let's I'm going to give it a little bit lower than Drum I Drum roll. 7.7. You're closest. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm starting to understand IMDb thoughts. Yeah, it's exactly... It's a different <laughs> well, that's part of the, That's part of the problem. I was trying to guess how they mm-hmm. thought it was, regardless of what you thought up until that point. So our next one is picked by you, Rodney. Which one are we picking? Firebirds. Firebirds. Is it called Firebirds? Firebirds. Firebirds. We got to figure out. I will rent it for four bucks. You, you, said, it, you said it wrong earlier, but you got it right this yeah, time. Yeah, you said Thunderbirds earlier. Thunderbirds. I was like, Firebirds. what the hell are you talking about? You come, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm uh, me and the kids, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You come by and just watch a movie with me? Sure. It's the Tom Cruise ripoff. Maybe help me feed the kids so they don't starve. Help me put some shit together. Or the Top Gun. <laughs> you hang out with me a few days this week? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, kid, right. sorry, kids. There's only enough food for it's one of you to eat. It's based off a Top Gun. Uh, yeah. Right, it's a ripoff of it, yeah, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, any other last thoughts on this one? 
I just watched the last 24 minutes. I gotta finish it. Watch Donald's version of this movie. Jay will watch Donald's version. He'll talk about it. It was interesting up until (laughs) I got kicked off. Oh, so so you were enjoying it. Okay, that's interesting. So I want you to see the rest of it. Well, enjoying's probably like a a strong word, but I was definitely interested to see where it was going. So. I'm fat. I, I will finish. I'm balding. I'm fat. Mm-hmm. I'm balding. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, it was. Aren't well, we I, I could, and I mean, not all? to drag it out, but I could definitely see where Rodney was like. It took me like five times. Uh-huh. To I told watch Jay, it. I was like, this is by far the worst miniseries I've ever seen in my life. I'll be honest, too. Even me watch, I loved it so much when it came out. I have not seen it probably since those years. And I watched it this time and I kind of went, oh, this is a lot slower than I remember it being until, like, again, the ending picked up. But all right, back to class. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast wherever we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.